Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Yow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals. And let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and welcome to another episode of Believe SoCal Sweat. Today, we are going to be talking about groceries, saving on groceries. Second to mortgages, Americans spend the most money on food. The pandemic forced people to eat at home, while at the same time, grocery prices started to rise. Besides the obvious inflation, food prices are rising by 3%. And why is this? Well, there's six reasons why food is becoming so expensive, and that's coming from plummeting food production, supply chain issues, higher safety precautions, all the transportation issues that we are having, it causes more eating at home, and with the wild weather all over the nation, including the Midwest and the South, where a lot of crops are being are being harvested, these are becoming damaged. So this is forcing us to increase our um, imports from China. But people will have to get used to paying more for food. It's only going to get worse. The USDA estimates that the cost of key food components like soybeans and wheat will increase by at least 5% in 2021, further driving up the cost of staples like pasta and cereal. And then prices for fruits like apples, strawberries, and citrus have already spiked 11.3% this year. Food at home prices are now expected to increase between 2 and 3%, and food away from home prices are expected to increase between 3 and 4% at the restaurants. But eating is something we need to do and something we enjoy doing. So let's not break the bank just by buying groceries and meals. So this episode is going to break down some tips and tricks to hopefully help you save money and put towards other things that you really enjoy, like a vacation, spending more money on your dates, or a great pair of shoes, a new outfit, and definitely a brand new car or some kind of an upgrade to your toy. That's what I always like. So let's break it down. Not only have food prices risen greatly, but... Interestingly enough, grocery stores do not make a lot of money. They're very low, they have very low profitability. So they do everything in their power to make more money because everything is on nickel and cents for profits. So they do things like entice you when you walk in with music and the brightly colored flowers, lots of different displays, lots of giveaway items, people that are doing demo work, the bakeries, everything like that. But it's usually a great experience and they want you to spend more time in there. You typically walk through the produce section first, which is actually a good thing. Operationally, we want to do the produce section first, then the dairy, then the meat, and then go through the actual aisles for the shelf-stable items like, like grains, pastas, cereals. And typically, if you shop the perimeter, those are usually the healthiest foods, meaning the freshest foods. And operationally, for organization, it's just the best way to grocery shop anyway. Is start in the produce section, then go to dairy, then go to meat, and then do the middle aisles. And typically, the healthiest and most fresh items are on the perimeter. So it's always best to shop the perimeters if you're seeking for healthy items. And then the, the middle aisles are always those wonderful cereals and pastas and everything that we just adore, love. Carbs and sugar. Sugar and carbs. Next for saving money at the grocery store is to look at all the shelves. 
We usually shop from left to right or right to left, but let's look up and down. Typically, the most expensive items are at our eye level for obvious reasons, because we grab for those. Usually, the bottom shelves are the cheapest cheapest items, sometimes the private label or generics or anything that just doesn't sell very well, and you can get a great deal on it. So always look from up to down as, as opposed to, or in addition to looking left and right. Also, if you've noticed, grocery stores have huge carts. Even if it's a tiny store in LA or New York where I go back and forth, there's still big carts that are like bigger than the aisle. And there's a reason for this. Number one, obviously, if you have a bigger shopping cart, you want, you'll feel like you want to fill it up more. Also, you have a lesser of a chance to make a U-turn in an aisle or on the outside of an aisle when other people are trying to get in. And therefore, you have to go down the entire aisle while being enticed by other items. So that is another trick of what they do. Instead, you can do the baskets and that would be really heavy. And studies have shown that when people do use the baskets, yes, they buy less. However, and the fact that they feel like they're burning more calories and lifting and feeling, feeling like they did an extra workout in the store, then they'll feel like they have to get healthy, you know, or the junk food items like, oh God, I have this basket around my left arm and my biceps really hurting. You know what? I deserve a Snickers bar at the end. And that is actually, studies have shown that that's what's being done. I love it. I think it's hilarious. So yes, you can take a bag or, or those little baskets, but be um, aware of the fact that you may think that way. And those big carts are there for a reason especially at Walmart. If I'm going to go pick up like four items, but I know some of them are going to be heavy, I don't want that giant cart. And also people don't move in Walmart, if you've noticed that. Drives me crazy. I usually am a very speedy person. Also, it's called decision fatigue. When you've gone through the store and you've been contemplating and you've been, you know, kind of studying the foods, making decisions, you have what's called decision fatigue by the time you get to the registers. And that is why the grocery stores and all other stores put the fun items at the front by the registers. Have you ever gone to Ulta or Sephora, ladies, and you stand in that line at the makeup store and you have every single thing that, oh yeah, oh, that looks really cute, but then it's $25 for a roll-on tiny bottle of perfume and you would not spend that ever. You know, I wouldn't and um, because you spend it at the register. So it's temptation and that is called decision fatigue, which is what consumers have when buying. So be aware of those register treats and temptations. It'll make you spend more money. Also, you know when you have like a 10 for $10 deal? Well, look at the fine print. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to buy 10 items. Let's just say it's yogurts and you have, you just live by yourself. I'm like, oh, well, I'd I think that's a great deal, but I can't buy 10. So then you just say, screw it and buy something that's like $3.49 on, on its own. Well, if you look at the fine print, it will actually say it's price per item. So if you want to buy two, you get that deal and it's two for $2 as opposed to 10 for $10. But that sale is there to make you buy 10, therefore spending $10. So look at the fine prints on those bulk items. Next, make a list. Go in with a plan, a plan of attack. If you go in with a plan and purpose, you will spend less money. This also goes for myself. If I go grocery shop or go to this, go buying clothes because everything is just colorful and fantastic. But I know I only need a sports bra. Go in and get that sports bra and come back out. Do not look, do not collect $100. Do not pass jail or whatever that is in Monopoly. That is what I do anyway with a plan. Not, I usually just put it in my notes section on my phone and that seems to help me personally. It's also stated that if you listen to your headphones while you're shopping, whether it be a podcast or music, you actually are more concentrating on what you're doing and then you'll spend less at the grocery store or wherever you are shopping, therefore making you spend less money. Also, don't shop hungry. I've done this 
more often than not, especially when you're coming home from work or a job and you're just either you had to, you know, maybe Chick-fil-A or McDonald's, but then you're like, oh, maybe I'll eat healthier. I'll go to the grocery store. And then you're even more hangry and then you spend more money and sometimes buy more junk. So just try not to shop when you're hungry and you will therefore buy less and spend less money. A lot of people swear by bringing cash only to the stores. So if you bring your credit cards or any kind of a payment plan, like Apple Pay or whatever on your phone, it's like you don't even really keep track of what you're buying. If you bring cash and you go in with a plan, you will spend less money. But before you even go to the grocery store, a great tip is to look inside your refrigerator, your cupboards, your pantry. Look at what you need. Look at what you don't need. And take an inventory. And when replacing those items, you can actually go on any type of app or look at your coupons and flyers to see what can I actually use and what do I need to replace. Let's just say that your family eats a lot of cauliflower rice. And maybe you're running out of recipes as to what to do with the cauliflower rice. Well, first of all, to find the best sale to, in order to replace that in your refrigerator, you can go to an app which is called the Flip app. It's an actually a, a productivity app. It's spelled F-L-I-P-P. The Flip app actually breaks down all the different sales on any type of ingredients or anything you need in your area. So let's just say your local Kroger has a great deal on cauliflower rice. Well, then you can add that to the list or you can add it to your grocery bill online and have it delivered. And I'll break that down as well. And also, you know, maybe you're getting really sick of cauliflower rice in certain recipes of the same things you're making. Well, you can go on Pinterest or a website called supercook.com, that's S-U-P-E-R-C-O-O-K, and type in cauliflower rice recipes. And then you can get a whole load of things to do with that cauliflower rice, and therefore you're saving, you know, on calories and saving money with the fact that you're buying it through the Flip app and looking at the best sales. That's, so that's just another thing, but always look at your refrigerator and your cupboards and your pantry first and seek replacements and then sort of fill in the gaps with that with that type of tap tactic. And a lot of marketers suggest that you go to the grocery store once with a plan and with a budget. It really depends on your lifestyle, how many kids you have, everything like that. I live alone by choice. And um, I, I actually love to go, go to the grocery store every day, but I think living in Europe really sort of made me do that. I love shopping for fresh produce and things like that. And I just like going to the grocery store. I'm very nerdy. I don't know why, but I just, I just like food packaging and it's, yes, it's very odd, but I do like that. Also, you can do, you can save a lot of money on pre-order online. You're less influenced to look at the end caps and the registers with all the tempting items. And there's a lot of apps you can go on. And if you get, if you are a Walmart plus member, that's free delivery all, you know, all year. And of course there's Amazon prime. So there's so many deals you can do on the apps. So like target cartwheel is fantastic. They do a breakdown of everything. And also there is a, an app called fetch F E F E T C H. And apparently you can, you can upload all of your receipts and you get wonderful deals on like Amazon and movie theater tickets and things like that. So look at fetch.com or the Fetch app. And the other one would be the Flip app as far as what the sales prices would be in your area. But as far as the Fetch app, that actually just allows you to upload your receipts and then you can get deals on other things. Also, just ordering online ahead of time will give you a whole list of what the prices are. So while you're doing that, you're already seeing what your budget is, how your budget is actually either being increased or decreased by what you're ordering. So right there, you can see the bill and then you think, oh, maybe I don't need that second, you know, that second salad dressing that's really delicious or I definitely don't need those Entenmann's donuts. But then you think, well, I was on the treadmill for an hour. Yes, I want the Entenmann's donuts because you have to treat yourself. So just kind of go back and forth, but it is really helpful to have that 
in front of your face as far as the budgeting goes and as far as the ticker on what you're spending that will make you spend less money. And also, if you order online and have it picked up or delivered, sometimes that's even, again, with what, you're, with what you subscribe to, you can save a lot of money on that. So let's break some more things down. You know, it's interesting to, to note that there are other places that you can buy certain items that are actually cheaper. I mean, the cost per unit of coffee is actually cheaper at office supply stores like Office Max and things like that, like, like Staples, because they cater to offices who usually order a lot of coffee. So you can, if you are buying in bulk, go to the office supply stores for those. It's, it's unbelievably cheap as opposed to, I mean, with, with cost per unit. Also, sometimes milk can be cheaper at a drugstore than anywhere else. And also, try to shop in the mornings, especially Wednesday morning is the best time to shop at any store, especially grocery stores, because there's not a lot of people there. Have you ever noticed there are certain signs that say they have special deals for senior citizens um, in the mornings, and sometimes it's Wednesday mornings specifically, because it's quieter and you have more time and you can actually make those U-turns in the aisles with those carts. But as far as the foods go, it's always, again, best to buy now save later so if, if it's a if it's a bulk you know it's a great sale and something that you buy all the time like like bread or something like or like like cereal a certain type of cereal and if it's a great great deal buy one and save two for later because then, then you stock up and typically the sales cycles for anything are every six weeks so if you love raisin bran and it's on sale know that it's going to be on sale in the next six weeks again but if it's a great sale right then buy one box and buy two more to save for later and then you're saving money there as well and to try to save your products longer make sure that dairy is not stared, uh, stored in your door of the refrigerator especially milk yogurts butter things like that keep dairy items and things that need to be fresh on the shelf or in the back of the refrigerator where it's colder the door is the least least um has the most warmth due to the fact that it's closer to the outside temperatures and if you're buying butter or cheese, know that these can actually be frozen. So if you're buying a huge block of cheese, you can actually you know, use what you want and then freeze the rest for later. Just make sure it's in an individually wrapped plastic bag. And sometimes if, you, if it's in the refrigerator for, or the freezer for too long, you might want to take it out and grate it because then that's a little, little higher quality if you do it that way. And if something's spoiling, don't worry about it. You know, let's just say it's strawberries or any kind of produce or any kind of fruits. You can wash them if they're going bad. Maybe they're kind of wimpy. Maybe your broccoli is getting really wimpy. Well, you can actually put it in the freezer and then use it in soups, pastas, casseroles later. Same goes for berries, strawberries. If they're kind of going bad and they're kind of getting like soft, well then wash them off, put them in the freezer, and then you can use them for smoothies. So try not to let your, your products go to waste, especially when you're doing an inventory of your refrigerator and pantry and see what you actually do need. And again, keep that dairy in the back or on the shelves. Also, if you're buying bananas, and if you have kids, separate those bananas and put them individually in an actual basket. Because if you notice, and even I myself, if I'm going to grab a banana off, you know, the stalk, I just grab one and rip it, which actually opens other ones up, and then it drives people crazy. So instead, when buying bananas, just take off every single one from the stalk and put them in the basket. And if they do go bad, just make banana bread or banana bread with zucchini bread and add cacao nibs or chocolate chips. It's delicious and it makes the produce last longer. Now, how about things like cottage cheese, sour cream, yogurts? Well, you can actually make them last longer by storing them upside down in an airtight seal and it keeps them fresher longer. 
So don't just put them upside right, put them upside down, but just be careful that the top is on and you don't grab it too fast and then the whole thing falls to the floor, which I've definitely done, drives me crazy. So make sure the cap is untight and flip it upside down. The very same thing goes for soggy vegetables. This is the biggest thing to spoil in your refrigerator. If you buy vegetables, make sure that you actually, if you're, they're in a plastic bag, it's best to take them out of a plastic bag and put them in a container. But if you are going to keep them in a plastic bag and the same goes for a container, flip that also upside down and put a paper towel underneath it. So if it's in a bag, place the paper towel in the bag and flip it upside down so that the, the towel is on the bottom. This way, all the moisture actually is absorbed into the paper towel because when that produce keeps its own moisture, that's when it goes bad or gets moldy. So that goes for anything that is, you know, has produce with a paper towel and keep them on the shelves. If you keep them in a drawer, you're not gonna see them. As long, but if it's organized, unlike my own refrigerator, you're golden. So keep the fresh vegetables on those paper towels on the shelves. And also again, with those saggy vegetables, if it gets kind of wimpy, like wimpy broccoli or wimpy celery, I hate when they're not hard. That's what she said, yes, it was way too easy. Make sure you can freeze them or just put them in a casserole or soup for later. Now, speaking of produce, you save so much money at the store if you actually buy the actual produce items. Let's just say that you eat a lot of mushrooms and it's so much easier to buy them in the bag pre-chopped. We pay for convenience, I know that I do. But you definitely save a lot of money and cost per unit and sometimes you get a lot more, a lot bigger product if you buy and then you come home and you wash it and cut it and then keep it in Tupperwares or plastic bags. Some people actually suggest that you only wash and cut what's needed. I don't know, what do you think? Sometimes I would just like to do the whole thing in one fell swoop or just do it as needed. But some people do say it spoils faster if you wash it all and keep it in a Tupperware. But regardless, if you are saving money and really a stickler on saving money, buy the actual produce and come home and t take the extra 20 minutes and cut them all up and put them in bags. And it's also suggested to take a Sharpie to those plastic bags and put the date. We have so many things that we do have the date or sell-by date on, but sometimes this isn't accurate. And do remember that some things actually will not spoil on that date. They can actually last two or three days longer. However, I have bought products where it says, you know, the sell-by or the, the sell-by date is five days in the future, but it's already spoiled and it already stinks. And I will take it back to the grocery store. I don't want to ask for the money back, but I just want to say, I want to make you aware of the fact that this, this product is already spoiled and potentially this could have salmonella or something in it. And then I kind of warn the grocery store managers and they can do a recall. Because if you have noticed, due to the supply chain issues and things like that, look at how many things have been taken off the shelves and have had recalls. I mean, it's always romaine lettuce, but lately it's been a chicken, a chicken uh, dip that somebody was using, or it was a chicken salad dip. Um, so many things this seems to have happened to lately. And that's because we're spread thin. We have less, you know, we have more supply chain issues and less labor. So these are just some things that we can do to help ourselves save money. Also, avocados. Avocados are impossible. I've heard every hack and trick in the book and still seems to be that they're either too hard or they've spoiled. But sometimes it's good. Sometimes I like them a little bit brown. But what are your tips? But I do know this. If you have avocados in the refrigerator, they actually excrete a gas called ethylene. And that actually makes your other produce spoil. So make sure to keep them away from other produce or just keep them outside on the counter. And then if you see them, you'll be more likely to eat them and then they won't spoil. But Trader Joe's has what's called the, the Eeny, I think it's called Teeny Weeny Avocados, so that they're so small that you can actually use them as salad in a sandwich or you know avocado toast, whatever you need, and then you won't be wasting the rest of it. Or split it with a friend. 
So avocados to me are impossible. What are your tricks? I think that bread also helps with the avocados, I'm not sure. But as far as other produce, if you keep bread in a plastic container or a plastic bag and you add brown sugar, that actually makes the, makes the bread not dry out. Also, the other trick on that is with cookies. If you have a whole slew of cookies, Oreos, let's just say, and why would your Oreos last that long anyway? I don't understand. Well, let's just say that it's chocolate chip cookies that are made by someone in the household. If you stick a piece of bread in the plastic bag or the plastic container that they're stored, they will stay soft and chewy and oh so delicious much longer. Otherwise, they get hard and sometimes people like hard cookies and that can be good for Sundays and things like that. But if you want them soft baked and homemade, just keep them in a plastic bag or plastic container with a piece of bread. It can even be a crust of a bread. Anything helps. Within the refrigerator, let's just say that you have a ton of leftovers, but you kind of push them to the back and buy new groceries because you're not doing a proper inventory and saving money that way. Instead, try to create a shelf in the refrigerator that it's for leftovers only. So then, if you're going to grab a snack or something like that, or you just get really bored and you don't really know what to make for dinner, the leftover shelf will be right there. And it's even best, again, to date it as opposed to which, which time you made it. But general rule, if you think that things are spoiling really fast in your refrigerator and cupboard and you're not a great shopper, just take a Sharpie and label it with a date. If it's your leftovers, the date that you made it. And if it's any kind of produce, date that you bought it or a sell-by date or expiration date. It'll just keep you accountable and make you spend less money. Now, a lot of people suggest a weekly budget, which is great for families especially. Also, you can have some kind of a whiteboard or some kind of a board in your kitchen where you are planning your nights. Let's just say that Monday is casserole night, Tuesday is taco night, Wednesday is pizza night. And then you can, if you plan that, you also should allow for yourself one or two nights of fun. So that's a lot of meal planning, a lot of budgeting. And then because you've saved on money, then you can go out for dinner once or twice a week and it's more enjoyable and it's much more fun and it's something to look forward to and it'll keep you on track during the week. So try to keep some kind of a plan, a weekly budget, meal planning plan and have it on a whiteboard or something where you can easily access it and keep that in mind. Now, another tip is buying organic. So many people feel that they have to buy organic that it's healthier. Well, that's really not the case, but there are foods that are called the dirty dozen. And these are actually more prone to pesticides due to the fact that they have thinner skin and therefore pesticides can get into the fruit more easily. So here are what's called the dirty dozen. And if you are buying organic, this is something that you can buy, but otherwise you don't have to spend so much money on organic products all the time. So the list of those dirty dozen are as follows. It's strawberries, spinach, kale, collard greens, and mustard greens, nectarines, apples, grapes, cherries, peaches, pears, bell peppers and hot peppers, celery, and tomatoes. And if you think of all these things, they have thin skin and something can get inside that fruit or vegetable very easily. So that's what's called the dirty dozen. On the other hand, we have a list of the clean 15. So if you're trying to spend less money, you don't need to necessarily buy organic on these following items that are labeled as the, 20, the 2021 Clean 15. And this includes avocados, sweet corn, pineapple, onions, papaya, sweet peas, also the frozen, eggplant, asparagus, broccoli, cabbage, kiwi, cauliflower, mushrooms, honeydew melon, and cantaloupe. So these are things that you can save money on by not going organic. But if you are a stickler to the dirty dozen and you have been sick before in the past or are worried about pesticides, by all means, spend the money on the organic. But otherwise, don't fret about spending that much money. 
consider other types of stores for items like the 99 cent store, the Dollar Tree. There are so many things you can buy so cheaply and sometimes it's just simply overage from Whole Foods or the very expensive stores like, again, Whole Foods, Erewhon, those specialty stores. If they have too much in bulk and they need to get rid of it, they will be shipped to these smaller stores, 99 cent stores that have a lot offered. I've bought a ton of things at the 99 cent store and a lot of people break down even more that are great as far as like Aldi, even TJ Maxx. Always buy private label. Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not. I've always bought private private label cereal and I've gotten made fun of in college. Like I loved I loved checks, like rice checks, wheat checks, and my ex-boyfriend at the time always laughed at me because I bought crispy hexagons. Crispy hexagons, also known as the imposter for Chex Mix. There's also Toastios, like, you know, Fruity Pebbles is like, you know, fruit nuggets, all those things. And some of the generics are actually pretty good. And there was a taste test, taste test done uh, in, the, in, the, in the recent um, past on Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the generic, which was called Cinnamon Toasters, and the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And they couldn't tell the difference. I know that I could tell the difference in a heartbeat. And also, did you know that for the fall, I think it's called Apple Crisp Toast, Front, Toast Crunch? or apple cinnamon toast crunch for the fall for a cinnamon toast crunch. But to me, don't change it. Just keep it cinnamon toast crunch. It cannot do any wrong. But even like the golden grams, what is it? Like golden, golden treasures doesn't have the same crunch. I'm sorry, but some are actually good. If you buy the name brand cereals in the 99 cent stores, you'll notice that they're smaller packages. So if you want a smaller package, you can get that taste, but you're not going to get as much. So, but check out those private labels. They're, they're pretty... They're pretty competitive on on the most part. Also, at the Dollar Tree or any type of stores like that, you can really save a lot of money on $1 spices, things like pepper, garlic salt. If you're really a high chef and you need to buy specific rosemary, I wouldn't recommend the 99 cent store, but for the most part, if you're just a normal, normal person cooking like I am, just go to the 99 cent store and buy those spices. It's a lot cheaper. Also, you can buy cereal, bread. Swiss Miss is super cheap at the grocery at those stores popcorn, popsicles, and again, the condiments, ketchup, mustard. And they also have a lot of name brands of those, but I must say, I am a huge connoisseur of mustard. I love mustard of any kind. I've lived in Europe, and I've sampled the Dijons and things like that. I've lived in France, in Dijon, and I've sampled those. But there is nothing as good as, I swear to God, the 99-cent store Morehouse Farms Dijon Mustard. It is phenomenal, and it sells off the shelves, and you've got to like reach to the back, and it's just, it's divine. I, I buy them in boatloads. Also, go to Costco, go to places like Sam's Club and buy in bulk like that if, it's, if it doesn't spoil. And also, by the way, the Kirkland brand at Costco has really stepped up their game. In fact, their, their extra virgin olive oil is one of the top and they're just, it's just pure and really tested and they take that product very seriously. So that's just another way that you can save money. Also, at the 99 cent store and dollar, dollar stores, you can save money on things like canned beans, ramen, and you can add different things. To, I mean, ramen noodles gets a bad rap, but have you ever seen like Chopped or some like shows like Top Chef where they use the ramen noodles and they create these masterpieces? Also, you can make your own by adding broccoli, mushrooms, meat, and making it really, really delicious. And try, but try to siphon out that salt. You can you only need to use half that bouillon or half of that salt mixture. Um, you can really siphon out the sodium content. Also, sugar cones and Edward's chocolate cream pie, which is super popular, and they sell it at the 99 cent stores. Pastas and rices, coffee, tea, you can even get the Keurig, tea, the Keurig teas and coffees for super cheap. Also frozen vegetables, cauliflower rice, a lot of produce, but really check those bags. And if there's a lot of flies over there, just back away. 
they also, if you've noticed, have much cheaper candies and snacks. Sometimes when I go to the movie, I go and get that, um, you can't really get the popcorn there and, and pop it yourself and bring it to the movie theater, but candy and snacks, you get the actual huge candies that like Mike and Ike, a Swedish Fish, Gummy Bears, Sour Patch Kids, all those things in the bulk, just like you would buy at the movie theater, and it's much cheaper. Also, my own trick is to buy the popcorn at the at the um, cinema because it's the best, of course. And I get my I bring my own kernel seasonings. You know those kernel seasonings that have like it's ranch, it's seasoned sour cream, it's like cheddar. And then during the movie, it's like there's this quiet moment, and I am like, ch -ch 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 -ch. and the guy that I'm with or something or my friends are like, really? I mean, do, does everybody in the entire place have to know you're that cheap? But it's delicious, and then they take it from me, and I'm like, well, I told you so. So, just candies and snacks are, are much cheaper at these stores. Um, not that I condone all the, all the sugar from a health podcast, but you know what I'm talking about. Just another money saver. And also, everybody knows to go to the liquor store and buy those tiny little bottles of liquor and hide them, hide them within your, within your um, clothing, and then you don't have to pay for drinks at the cinema either. Yes, I'm very cheap. I like to save money. Now, although it may gross a lot of people out, you can actually get great steaks and meats at these places like the 99 cent store or Dollar Tree dollar stores. And they're actually called utility steaks. It's a different kind of cut of meat that are typically used in big kitchens or for a lot of people. Like big, if they have to feed a ton of people, they use what's called utility steaks. But you can actually add them to soups and meals casseroles and you would not be able to tell the difference of course it's not like a you know a, a wagyu beef prime cut but if you're saving money especially if you're in college or a single parent or just you know saving money in general especially with this pandemic it's another way to cut costs so just look at those meat prices and also in the store always look for the yellow labels in the meat and deli sections because it's typically going to go bad soon and then you know that you can use it that night and it's a great deal but those yellow stickers always um light a fire, fire under me and I get very excited because it means discount, discount, discount. Also, in a lot of the stores like Walmart or even grocery stores, they will have a whole area of discounted produce or discounted items. And if you've noticed, they're always at the back of the store. Like, if you want to get rid of them so badly, why do you put them in the back? It's usually by the bathrooms or in Walmart. It's usually on a shelf way far away. I know that for my own Walmart, it's behind all the bath, bath products and all the, like, you know, toiletries and things like that on another shelf. And I've gotten like swim goggles there, TYR swim caps, a ton of sports items on those shelves. Just always look at those clearance items. And sometimes they are actually hard to find, which to me, I don't get because aren't they trying to sell it through? And also at these Dollar Tree stores, you can buy, you can save a lot of money on soups. And really, if you think about it, soups are all made in the same factory. Whether it be Progresso or Campbell's or a generic soup, it's usually the exact same thing. So you end up spending more on advertising and test groups and things like that. But and it's same, the same goes for things like cheese. If a craft is on the front, it's the same cheese as the generic cheese or the private label, as we call it. However, and I attest to this, if it is craft macaroni and cheese, the yellow box, or the blue box, excuse me, with the yellow macaroni and cheese on the front, I don't buy generic on that one. You cannot go wrong with Kraft macaroni and cheese. Also, the same goes for Windex. I do not buy the generic Windex any longer. Also, in the stores in general, they always stock from the from the back to the front. So they put the newest items in the back. So when I shop for produce or anything in that, for that matter, I always grab the back of the shelf and, and take that item. And in fact, I help a lot of people that are that are short. On those on those high shelves get the back get the back because everybody seems to know that the ones in the back are the freshest 
but sometimes you get lazy um, produce people and they there's really no difference whatsoever. Um, but for the most part, they're pretty good. Also, you know, another enticing thing is to have the the produce sections are always giving those mystifiers on the produce because it looks beautiful. However, that's another reason that they get bacteria and that's, that's why they go bad faster to make you buy more. So when you get that produce, make sure you put that paper towel underneath the produce and let that moisture drain and keep it on the shelf and not wrapped up. And then also, again, keep that dairy not in the, not in the, in the um, door of the refrigerator, but towards the back or on the shelves. Now, if you're making meals for the week or you have some, a lot of frozen items, Take half the items out, use them, and then buy double and keep them in the freezer again. That's another way to save money. Also, if you're going to Costco and Sam's Clubs, things like that, instead of buying all the bulk on yourself and then having it be spoiled, split it with a friend. Maybe your neighbor also has kids or also buys a lot of things in bulk, whether it be like Lunchables for the kids or yogurts. Buy in bulk and split it. And yet another way to save money and share in the cost and shopping trips, hopefully. And yet another tip on buying eggs. So many people check eggs and they don't really do a thorough job of it. And then one of my friends went to Trader Joe's the other day and the guy slammed the eggs down on the counter, which is really atypical for Trader Joe's because they usually have awesome customer service. And she goes, oh, can, we, can I check the eggs? Because I feel like they broke. He goes, oh, you think so? He just opened the top. And then she goes, no, you have to look at the bottom. And they were. There were like two eggs that were smashed. So there's actually a trick to looking at the eggs without flipping the whole thing upside down. If you open the top of the box and you take two fingers and you lean every single egg to the back, like to the back of the package, if, and if they don't stick, then they're all fresh. then they're all fresh and ready to go. If they don't tip to the back, that means it's cracked on the bottom and therefore sticky or it's dried and it won't move. So just take two fingers and just go through the go through the pack of 12, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, and you can totally test and see with the eggs how fresh they are and then buy it that way and therefore save more money. So all in all, I hope you guys got some type of knowledge as far as saving money on meals and grocery so you can have more fun in life. Again, things are getting so expensive and it's really not going anywhere but up. So keep these things in mind so you can budget, save money, do things that you want. YOLO, you don't, you know, you only live once and you don't want to miss out on things. And if you're spending all your money on food, which is again, it's second to mortgages in this in America of how much money we spend. And it's delicious. But if we can spend less money and budget more and plan more, we can have more treats and things for things we actually love to do. So that is that. And always remember to look at your budget, plan, plan meals, but do plan nights for fun. And I myself am not going to practice what I preach because I'm hangry and I'm heading to the grocery store right now. But I do have a plan and a budget and I am going to grab a snack on the way out the door. So thank you so much for joining me today on Believe SoCal Sweat and I'll see you on the next one. We appreciate you for listening and please rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, TunedIn or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Ann McDaniels or at Ann McDaniels address. And I'll see you next time on Believe SoCal Sweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.